Hi, this is Dr. Bill Renner. I'm board certified in internal medicine and radiology, and I'm honored to moderate a series of podcasts focused on evidence-based medicine on health and wellness with Dr. Alan Safdie. Dr. Safdie is a world-renowned gastroenterologist and investigator. He's been involved as the main researcher in about 300 clinical research studies, all peer-reviewed, and co-investigator in about 900 clinical research studies. I want to continue our talks about vitamins and supplements, Alan. Uh, Today, I wanted to ask you, what supplements do you take? Yeah, good question, Bill. Um, Let me ask you before I start with what I take, um, what you take, but, but even before I describe that is we have to realize that dietary supplements, not vitamins per se, um, have a significant risk. I mean, if we look back, there's been multiple serious events associated with dietary supplements, including even vitamins and herbs. And the FDA does not review most of these supplements. Um, they've been, these are not FDA approved. And we've looked at multiple serious outcomes from some of these things. Uh, a lot of dietary supplements um, given for bodybuilding and sexual enhancement and weight loss and stuff have very similar ingredients to drugs that are actually marketed. So sometimes you don't realize that you may have cross-reaction between drugs that you may already be on. Some contain synthetic steroids. Um, there's adulterated products that have significant side effects. We've had FDA's received reports of strokes and acute liver damage and kidney failure and blood clots and pulmonary embolism, all from drug-tainted supplements. So be very careful when you're taking supplements. You can also overdose on vitamins and minerals. Um, taking Having too little of a vitamin or a mineral is bad, but having too much may be as bad or worse. Uh, so mega doses of the fat-soluble vitamins, such as A, D, and K, can cause problems. Um, they're fat-soluble. They're going to build up. So, you know, be careful in those regards. So now that I mentioned that, Bill, tell me what supplements and vitamins you do take. Well, uh, I take vitamin D. I take uh, coenzyme uh, Q10, and I take uh, a fish oil every day. Okay. Um, That's good. I mean, you know, that's non-excessive amount of, you know, vitamins that people are taking. Again, as I mentioned previously, approximately 77% in our survey of Americans take at least one dietary supplement. So it's much more common than we realize. Um, Vitamin D, again, one of the number one taken supplements. I take that also. Uh, Vitamin D has a variety of benefits, but again, monitor by blood levels. Don't just tell somebody, oh, you should take 5,000 international units or 10,000. You can buy over the counter anywhere from 400 international units to 10,000 international units of vitamin D3. Um, and you need to know how much you're taking and it should be monitored. Um, fish oil, you know, again, fish oil has been taken by many, many people. Uh, it ranks number three in our supplement list when we did a survey. And so I don't take fish oil. I have flax seeds every day and I have chia seeds in that regard. Uh, coenzyme Q10. It's a potent antioxidant, and I would assume since you're taking that, a lot of people that are on statin drugs take that. Um, yes, I am. Like the, I think there was about 43 million people are on statin drugs, 
Um, I think it's the number one prescribed medicine in the United States or statins. Yeah, and coenzyme Q10 uh, supplements have been shown to reduce the common symptom of muscle pain caused by taking those statins. Um, so, you know, the statins are important, but we have to sometimes prevent some of the side effects. Uh, so, you know, I don't take that. One of the things that you didn't mention that I do take, and I don't take very much, uh, I make sure I incorporate flaxseed, you know, omega-3, vitamin D. Um, my flaxseed and chia seeds are my plant-based source of omega-3s uh, that I take is turmeric. Uh, either if I'm going to have it in my cooking, that's fine. Um, curcumin is, you know, the compound found in turmeric. It's a spice frequently used in Indian and Middle Eastern dishes. And it does have significant anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. And so there's been reported benefits for arthritis and inflammatory conditions. But also there was some question of whether it's going to help with preservation of nerves in the central nervous system, maybe decreasing dementia. I see very little risk. I take it predominantly as a food. Um, but if I can't, I do take that as a supplement. And probably for 15 to 20 years, I've been uh, taking that. And as I mentioned previously, um, people at UCLA and at MD Anderson have been studying that for years in regards to its anti-inflammatory uh, components. And maybe this will have some decrease in cancer risk. But essentially, I think most of the anthocyanins and true phytochemicals you're going to get Get them from a plant-based source in your diet. Eat a healthy, well-balanced diet. And your vitamins and minerals, think of your food as your vitamins and minerals. So we eat a green soup all the time, which has a variety of greens put into it, turmeric and other things. And that's my vitamin. Um, so we don't necessarily need vitamins, but as we mentioned previously, vitamin D, as you're on it and I'm on it, probably don't get enough. I understand the coenzyme Q10, and that makes sense if you're on a statin drug. Um, and, you know, omega-3s, we had a lot of hope that they would have tremendous benefit into cardiovascular disease and mortality. Um, you know, these supplements uh, have been around. Um, it's number three, in our, and, you know, we assumed that they would help in regards to cardiovascular disease and cancer. So far, we've been really unable to prove that, and possibly for cardiovascular disease, just because of the number of people taking uh, statin drugs, it makes it very difficult to prove a benefit with something such as fish oil. But that's a good discussion, Bill, and I think people need to be very careful and understand that these vitamins also and supplements can get stuck in your throat. So when you're taking in vitamins and supplements, make sure that you take them with caution None have been proven to cure major diseases that we know of. And the pills can irritate the esophagus. Um, so taking some of these large pills or a bunch of them at the same time, uh, not uncommonly we would see pill-induced esophageal ulcers, meaning the pill would get stuck in the esophagus, irritate the esophagus, requiring us to do emergency removal. Um, and so be very careful taking these. Uh, some natural products are anything but natural products, and you may not need supplements at all. So, other than Alan, that, that was a great discussion. Thank you so much. If you like our evidence-based uh, podcast, uh, please subscribe. Please tell your friends about our podcast, and um, uh, stay safe. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Bill. Have a good day.